0: Welcome to Six Minute Hump Day, where we help entrepreneurs get through their busy week with a dash of inspiration, motivation, and a touch of education. Welcome to episode number 24 of the Jeff Knows Inc. Show. I'm your host, Jeff Lopes. Today's our Six Minute Hump Day, and we got a special guest, Russell Leeds from the UK. Russell runs a podcast and a business called Entrepreneurial Blueprint, and Russell's going to give us a little insight on that. Hey Russell, how are you, buddy?
1: Hey, I'm really good. Thank you. Thanks for having me
0: on. So your uh entrepreneurial blueprint, give a little rundown what it is and and how people could benefit from it.
1: Yeah sure. So the entrepreneur's blueprint is is, is the book that I wrote that I released uh, earlier this year, which basically is just the steps that I've taken for my for my business, my original business that I've then done again and again for for other businesses. And the key thing really for me Is is how to go from someone who's like a a solopreneur, so someone who's doing everything themselves. Because so many people, you probably heard the saying. You probably heard people say things like, "Oh, if you want a job done, you gotta do it yourself." Like I hate that saying. I hate when I hear people say that. Someone that used to work for me used to say that. I'd be like, "Dude, never say that. I don't want to hear you say that ever because that means that you you you're limiting what you can achieve because you've got to do everything yourself." Um, So I'm a massive believer. In, in in building in building a team, if you want to grow a business, you need to build a team. And you hear all the excuses why people don't want to do it. All the excuses people say things like, "Oh no, um, staff, the pay is expensive. What about if they go off on sick or all employers' rights? Okay, fine, don't don't hire any staff, but you'll never grow your business. You'll you'll never grow because you're going to be stuck with you doing everything." Um, so the, what really sort of brought this home for me was. One of my first businesses was a children's entertainment business. So just to give you a little bit of background, when when I used to to do a a kid's show for a kid's birthday party, I would make £200 they'd pay me to go in and do two hours' work. And I could do maybe four parties over a weekend, right? So £200 times four, you're looking at about 800 quid I could make. What I did was I, I mapped out exactly what my show was, what the games were, everything I did, I mapped it out. And I trained other people, young, young people, 22, 23 years old, the way a part-time job on the week. I trained them how to do it, and I paid them half. So they would go and do the party. It means they could make like 50 pounds an hour, which is still you know really really good for like a 20, 21-year-old or whatever. Uh, but then I am making half as well for not doing any of the work. So I can do four parties on my own. If I get two entertainers to come on board, I'm making just as much money as if I did everything myself but I'm not having to go out and do any of the work. But then if you get other people to do it, you can then scale it. So if it's just you, then you're, you're limited then. You're limited to your time. But if you can scale it, you can get other people on. Suddenly, I mean, we ended up with about, I think it was about 35, 36 entertainers. Suddenly we're making way more money than I ever could have made doing it on my own. Why? Because you've got a team. But the same goes for everything. The same goes for your sales calls, for your whole business. My first goal when I start off a new business i 'm thinking right number one, how can I learn everything about this business and be really awesome at it and then number two, how can I immediately fire myself as fast as possible from all the roles and replace them with other people uh, and as long as you sort of as long as you map it out the only, the only thing I, I would say you've got to be careful of, and i 've made this mistake as well myself is where you think, oh, I don't really know much about accounts. I'll just hire someone to do that. Oh, I don't really know much about marketing. I'll just I'll just hire a marketing firm and yeah, I'll 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 systemize it. I'll pass it over to them. No, you need you need to know it because no one cares about your business like you care about it. So you need to know exactly what you want them to do. Then you get them to do it. Don't just pass the buck. You've got to you've got to be involved. You start to do the work. So and that's how you build a passive income for a business. You know, you can build a passive income. Go on. Sorry.
0: Sorry. I, I love that you dived into that. I, one of my past podcasts and this, I'm a strong believer is I always say know your business and I'm a strong believer before you hire somebody, know every aspect of that person's job and focus on learning that It because in a pandemic society, like we're living in right now as a young entrepreneur or as a, a sole entrepreneur in a, in a situation where you have no choice, you got to, your staff is gone because financial reasons. If you're not able to do all your little jobs, the business crashes. So mm-hmm. knowing your business at the same time too, you're running a business. You you put all your trust into one person or two people and all of a that person leaves, they quit, they go to another job. They decide to start their own business. If you're mm-hmm. not able to jump in and being able to focus on the job, I always tell everybody is, as an entrepreneur, is creating a, a one point thing I always say is creating an operational manual. As a business, every single job in your business has a step by step process, a simplified step by step process to doing that job. So all of a sudden, one staff decides he's gone or they're a sick leave absent or something, another staff grab that operations manual and step by step do their tasks just to get you by till you're doing. So I, I love that you dived into that. Is a huge part that a lot of young entrepreneurs don't do that, is they don't know their business, and they rely on other people with expertise to focus on certain tasks. And then shit hits the fan, and they're like, whoa, what am I going to do now? They're stuck. So I love that part. Huge. That's a huge I'm – I'm a huge believer in that.
1: No. Well, you, know, you talk about manual. Literally, today, all morning, um, I've been – Tweaking our manual. I'm using yeah. the the time. I'm, that's what i will be doing today. Adding in new photos. Adding in reviewing it. I don't think I think I don't like quite like that changing it because that's what your staff use. So um, so yeah. So I can't remember where I was now. But I think I was saying what was my last point? Where was I?
0: No, you're you're diving into knowing your business and that's when i, I kind of I, I cut you yeah, off there yeah
1: no you you were right to cut me off you did a really good point um yeah you need you need to know you need to know it because the thing is if you, some other people if you don't know it's like for me i don't really know much about cars right so i go to them i go to the mechanic to get my car fixed and i know that they could fleece me they could be like oh we need this needs that i don't, I don't know I, I like cars but i don't know how to fix them i'm not very practical but you don't want that in your business. I mean, it's one thing on your, for your car. Yeah, you might cost you a couple of hundred extra dollars or pounds or whatever. But if it's your business and you've got people in your business that are just dossing around and pretending that they're working or pretending they know what they're talking about, I mean, that's like catastrophic. So you need to, one, you don't have to do it. You don't have to be brilliant at it. But you need to know everything. You need to, like you say, do a manual for every single department. And then you need to bring people in and bring a lot of people say bring in good people, just bring in good people. It is hard. I'm not going to lie. It is hard to bring good people. There's a lot of crap people out there that seem good at interview. Uh, you need to, and, and again, another thing that they say is hire slow, fire fast. But in reality, again, that's hard. It's hard.
0: I never heard that some, before. Have you not? <laughs> no, no. I'm a strong yeah. believer in doesn't matter if you have two employees or you're a Billion dollar industry and you have thousands of employees. Every single entrepreneur, every single business owner's biggest issue with running a business is always staffing. Yeah, because it, it's, it's, it's always something that you could have good staff, but all you need is that one bad seed to ruin an office. So it's just, yeah. it's. it's I, I like that saying: hire, hire slow, fire fast. I've never heard that before. That's uh, interesting.
1: Yeah, well, I remember re- i read about Google because um, and and their hiring process. Yeah. Have you have you read that? I, I no. can't remember what it is now. Right, but I think it's a book called Work Rules by Laszlo, someone or other who worked at uh, Google, and he talks about the Google hiring process, and it's like insane. I mean, we we were at the time. I was thinking like, I literally do like one interview and a refer- and then I hire them. I, I was like, I need. To- they have like five in. But they used to have even more. It used to be like ridiculous, but their their interview process is the same. Uh, and you need to do that. You need to really try and get to know. So what? one of the things we, and we're not, I'm not brilliant at this. It is hard. It is hard. And I'm, lear- I'm learning myself, but we do like three interviews. We do them in different places, different locations. So you can tr- first interview everyone's on their best behavior. Then you bring them back for a second interview. And you're just trying to get to know the real them, trying, tr- trying to find out. But you'll get it wrong sometimes. The key is, is when you realise they're no good, is you, you you just need to get rid of them. I was chatting to Grant Cardone. Uh, he's one of one of my men Do you like Grant Card? You a fan of Grant Cardone?
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: Yeah. So he's one of one of the mentors I, I have because Zoom calls with him sometimes. And I was saying I had this problem. I was saying to him, and he was like, "Just fire them." I was like, "But they have they being loyal and, and He's like, "I don't care." He said, "When, when I'm when I'm on a journey." When I'm on a journey, like, do I say, and the tire pops? Do I go, oh, but the tire served me well for the last 10 years? No, I just replaced the damn tire. He's like, that's how you that's how your team is. Like, even the car, even the car, replace the car. I'm bothered about the journey. I'm not quite as ruthless as him, yeah. <laughs> but 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 I kind of feel that you need to be a little bit. You need to kind of look at it and be like, okay. Um if they're not, if they're not up to scratch, some of the football team, football team or whatever, whatever sport, hockey, hockey team, hockey <laughs> um, you know, if you've got someone that's not performing, they get dropped out of the team. And, and, and I used to think your, your office, your, your, your work, it was like a family, but I don't think it is like a family because your family, you let people off with crap. When someone's, when, if you've got someone in your family who's a dickhead, you kind of just let them get away with it. So you're, you're, T- your office isn't i don't think it is like a family i think it's like a team yes. a team of people pulling in the same direction and w- when my mind shifted from that i used to very much oh it's like a family no, no it's not it's like a team a team where we all have to perform we've all got the same goal we're all going for the same thing but if someone's not performing they get they get dropped out of the team and that's
0: kind of how, how i see it that's now. a perfect Sorry, I'll, perfect I'll be- way to end our six minutes segue i love that i love that you gave some good insight on that i love that I appreciate you coming on, Russell. This has uh, been a great little uh, six-minute hump day and some education for our audience. Once again, thank you for your time, and uh, peace out, brother.
1: Cheers. Thanks, Jeff. Take care.
0: That's a wrap for our six-minute hump day this week. I want to thank our guest, Russell Lees, for taking time of his busy schedule to be a guest on our show. If you guys enjoy this episode, please, like always, tell your friends, tell your family, hit the subscribe button. We're trying to build something special here leave a review five stars will be absolutely amazing until next week guys always move forward